everybody hi it's wednesday i'm a day late dollar short um but we're still doing this live because episode 18 of the other way was a lot um i think last week i said that was episode 18 i lied it was 17 this week was 18 so we're gonna talk about this it was only an hour episode so I don't know how we got so much drama into that hour, but we did. So we're going to talk about this. Um, Dee Dee's here. Kara is on her way home. She will be here very, very soon. Hi, Kelly. Kara's here. General, hi. Um, I hope everybody's having a good week. Sorry, I was out of town. So we're like off this week, but I'm going to keep it. I'm going to hey. keep it. Hey. You finally be back from um your little vacation. <laughs> uh, not vacation. I'm back. I'm back. I'm I'm back in the the south. I'm back here. Um so last week I said this was episode 18. That it's episode 18 now. So last week it was 17. So we I think the uh, season is supposed to have like 22 episodes. So that's not including the tell-all? No. There's, like, a lot more to go. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear that. But it is true. There's a lot more to go. Um, this episode was really triggering for me, though. So, okay, Kara's here. Because I was like, we need to get into it. I was really, really wanting to talk about this, even, like, sitting in the airport, like, looking at my phone, like, rearranging my life choices. I was like, I just want to talk about this, but... I couldn't, but now, now we can. So I'm really excited to get this going. Hey, so sorry, running. <laughs> we just got here. We just got here. You're not late. Good so deal. this episode was a lot for me. It was very triggering for me. And there's like some stuff I want to talk about. So if y'all are Sarper fans, you're not going to like this. But we're going to, there's going to be a lot to unpack. It was an hour long. And I was so triggered for like that hour, right? Like I was really, really triggered. So I'm going to start out with something nice. So um, Kenny and Armando met with their surrogate, who I thought was a very sweet lady person, human being, who's going to gift them this baby. I think the one thing that bothered me is in their culture, women frown on other women who do surrogacy for people, which I hate that. Why would you look down on someone or, or say they're less than or they're loco yeah. for helping someone and giving them a gift. Not everyone is capable of having a child and that's physically or mentally. Okay. Like it just, it, everyone isn't fully capable of doing that. So the fact that they had to actually ask her if she was going to be okay with like her family and people around her. And then I have like a stupid dude question. So, like, when you enter into a surrogacy, is it, like, legally binding? Like, say, for instance, they give her money and she carries the baby and, God forbid, she gives birth and then she wants to keep it. What are your rights? No. No. no that's why you go to a lawyer and you do paperwork before all of it starts. That that way you ain't you won't be um, faced with that because it has happened before. But she's also using their sperm, so it's biologically yeah. any or oh, so a DNA test would prove yeah yeah like her DNA they're using like, I believe her DNA would sperm. be in there too though right her yeah test? her DNA would be in there too right like I don't know it's really complicated for me because I was like 
what would happen if she just says, you know what, this baby's really cute and I, I like it. I want to keep it. That's why they're going through a surrogacy clinic. Someone, that, someone else does all the legal paperwork so okay. that can't happen. So she couldn't just wake up one day and keep their baby. Like no. there's no, no, there's somebody who's going to enforce this contract. Yes. Yeah. I was just curious because when I moved from state to state, I shipped my cars and I had a contract with the person, like the company who was shipping them. And then when they, when they picked up the car, they said it was going to cost one amount. Then when the car got here, it was more. So, and I called the cops and everything. They're like, oh, we don't enforce contracts. I was like, what if no one's going to enforce this contract? And, and so I was just curious about that. So good. That means that they're safe because it's a lot of money to give somebody and just hope yeah. through faith that they're going to come through on that. And it's such a pricey process, not just to the surrogate, but to the clinic yeah. as well. Like you're, there's a lot of moving parts and money and people involved. So when I saw that, I was like, I, I understand how they want this to be a, a member of their family even afterward, because a lot of times the surrogate, you never want to talk to them again, right? Isn't that how it's like a, what do you call it? Like a closed adoption type situation. Like once it's done, the paperwork is done, it's sealed and they're gone. So they actually said that they want to include her in their family, which I think is good. You know, I feel like that would be a good emotional addition for her because I know it's not her baby, but it is, you know, she's never going to just be able to detach herself fully from that child. She's always going to think, well, how's that child doing it, it, You know, what's it doing in life? How's it growing that like that? So if they include her in that, I think that that would be really nice. That'd be really, really hard as from a mom looking in. Yeah. I mean, because you have that emotional attachment to that baby and you have no legal right. Yeah. I know that's so scary. It's yeah. like a scary. So I get why people are very reluctant to be a surrogate. I get it because you're doing something selfless where you don't have any rights to the person inside your body. Yeah. And it's just super scary. And I don't like how women look down on other women for it in that in that region. I think that everyone has their reason reasons for doing things. Hey, Tammy, everyone has their reasons for doing things. And if they decided to do it, and it's in their heart to do it, don't make them feel bad, yeah. or make them feel like they're not a good mother, or they don't have um, emotional capacity. They're like, Oh, well, how do you have the emotional capacity to do that? Some people are givers, and they will make a life changing decision to help another person and thank God for those people, right? Because all of us aren't built that way. Thank God that those people exist because a lot of times, you know, especially in same sex relationships, this is the outlet for them yeah. to, in, to increase their family, to expand. Yeah. And without that, you know, they wouldn't have many other avenues. So yeah. I'm just happy that she's able to do that. And I really do hope they keep her in, in their family for the years to come. I feel like it would be amazing for her to become a part of the family. She could be like an auntie, you know, like she can be an auntie. Knowing Kenny and Armando, they probably will because that's just their, that's just their character. They're, I mean, they're so loving and, you know, and humble. I don't see them kicking her to the curb. I think they, you know, they'll try to keep her as long as she wants to stay, Yeah. you know, in touch with them. Yeah. But I don't see I, them. I don't see it either. They're, they're like a lot of people said that they were sick of the people on this episode until Kenny and Armando came on the screen and they're like, well, at least two genuine people doing something nice and loving and kind yeah. 
right? Because this yeah. episode was just so triggering. So, oh, so let's talk about Holly because Holly has ordered a mermaid tail and this is her way of cheering herself up because she doesn't want to live in South Africa. And it's, it's funny because this story really did um, mirror Ariella and Biniam for me because Ariella had no interest of ever living in Ethiopia. She said it before she left Princeton. She said it after she left Princeton. She said it once she got there. She said it even more when she saw the hospital where she would be giving birth. She had no interest. And, and to our non-surprise, she had already filed for her, for Biniam's K-1 visa before she even went to live there. Right. So like there's or not not before. I think they got married and then she did it right away. And then she didn't even tell him that she was filing, which I thought was interesting. How can you file a K-1 visa without telling the person that you're filing it for? That's interesting. That's yeah, very I mean, that's interesting person because they have to sign the paperwork. Both of you have to sign paperwork. So, yeah, I heard they broke up anyway, but that's a that's a different story. Oh. So Holly can't stand living in South Africa and it's it's loneliness and um safety and boredom i think was her main issues right mm -hmm. car yeah. car you you want to say something well i don't think we can label her main issues <laughs> this girl has so <laughs> many like, yeah, I don't even want to know what I was going to say about the about the mermaid fan. So you go ahead, Cara. I'll I'll say my piece in a second. So if that, that's all she could do was get a mermaid tail to make her feel better, if that's all it takes, I'm ordering five. I'm ordering five mermaid tails, and I hope that fixes all my freaking problems. I just I am so done with these people. But you know, we've all said she looks cracked out from the very beginning. Is it just me, or are they progressively getting worse as a couple? Looks wise, like they look really strung out. Yeah, both of them. Both I don't know. Wayne. I don't know if Wayne does. I he, think he, he just has Wayne, so much. He does. Wayne looks like he's lost weight. It could and just I be. Think that's probably how they they get in that drugs. They probably got the drugs in the in the mermaid. It could, it could be the effects of being married to Holly. Cause I was like, maybe he's not, maybe he's just tired because did you see the way when he walked in the house, the first thing she said was, I want to move to America. I hate it here. Like, I think yeah, the effect of dealing with- how When he first walked into the house, it's dark. She says, I hate it here. I want to move to America. I can't live like this. And he walks around the corner and clearly has a whole ass generator set up. Yeah. He just switch and Presto gazebo, you got lights. Which he, he said that he showed her how to operate. Yeah. She claimed he didn't. He did say that she doesn't ever showcase any effort or give it a shot or try to make this work. And I do agree with him. You do need to go out. You need to get out of the house. You need to meet people. The first thing you need to do is, if you're lonely, is surround yourself with people. And Wayne said that he had introduced her to people and she didn't really try to build any of those relationships and i feel I like oh ran like their feet were on fire <laughs> you think they ran from her yes. i mean that's that's true too it could have been that they didn't want to build a relationship with her that's very possible but i mean in my opinion she's not doing much to make it no. work and i feel like oh. it was always in her mind like i'm gonna go over there and try it 
and then convince him to come back because that's exactly what Ariella did. Yep. She's like, I'm going to go over there and make it seem like we're going to make this work. I'm going to stay over there as long as it takes to film the other way. And then when yep. his K-1 visa comes through, we're going to come back to America and then we'll film another show. Like, and I feel like Holly's made... She says to him, "Let's. I, I want to go back to America. And then when he starts giving any pushback, she's like, well, I said I wanted you to go with me. First of all, no, you didn't. Second of all, that's not how this works. You don't just get to be like, okay, I want to go home. Let's go. And all of a sudden he has a K-1 because he's married to your dumbass. That's not how that works. It's not how it works, but that's how she planned it. Yeah. I yeah, know that she... she she wants to get back to the U.S. so she can get her drugs. I heard they're cheaper overseas. I heard that it's, it's easier to get them in other countries than it is over Look, here. That woman, that woman on cocaine, she on crack, she on, I don't know what all kind of stuff she on, but all, she on some. All, all, that all of, <laughs> allegedly, all allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, she's on all of it, in our opinion. It, yeah, in opinion with no evidential proof. But I, I feel like her, her main goal, right, our main goal was to come over, make it seem like she gave it the old college try, and then get what she really wanted was to go back to America and bring him there. And it's like, honesty is the best policy, because she should have just said that before she did all this. Yeah. Because sure. she wants him to give up his business and I mean, that might be a good idea based on the financial situation he's in. It, let's just say this could be a good win for him. He could start over with a new business in the US and not have to pay any of these debts yeah. that he's accumulated. How does debt work? Does debt follow you in different countries? I feel like it doesn't because Danielle, Danielle taught us that it doesn't always follow you to another yeah. country. So it might be better for him, but he should be the one to decide if he wants to move to another country. And when you make a mutual decision as a couple, to take on one person moving versus the other person staying and then you making up that that should be something you have more than a couple of discussions about and it's funny because she's been there before she didn't like it because in my opinion if you've been there and you already hated it just say i don't want to do it yep. don't put everybody through all of this and make him feel like crap because she's like well you're always at work and i'm thinking like well somebody gotta work you like when you do have lights, you do like having lights, right? Somebody has to right. work. Like it's it's a, a tired ass excuse when people are like, oh, well, I just want you to be here. And I'm like, well, we can't both sit and look at each other's face because money is important. We can't just both sit in the house and look at each other. Somebody yeah. got to do something, right? Like somebody has to do something. That's a tired ass excuse. Don't say, well, you're always at work because when the paycheck comes, you rarely hear a complaint on that day yeah. because when the money well, right you don't hear any complaints on that day payday but then when you're working a 10 or 11 or 12 hour day to make that check then it's an issue yep. i hate hearing that it's so annoying yep i don't know they're they're so crazy well if all goes to her plan wayne it'll be here right like that's this is this is what she wanted i feel like they're Ariella and Benium copied 2.0. This is gonna, they're gonna move back to America together and they're gonna hate each other in America. Yeah. Right? Like they, they don't love each other. It's not country specific. They don't love each other here. They're not gonna love each other there. It's not country specific. They're gonna move here and then they're gonna start hating each other here. And then they're gonna eventually split. But at least Wayne will be a, a citizen and he can work here and he can start a new life and 
start a new plumbing business. We need plumbers everywhere, especially here, right? Like we need them everywhere. He can definitely bring something to the to the workforce. So but maybe another, when she's bored, she paints everything, anything she can get her hands on. She even said she paints the furniture. Do you know how yeah. pissed off I'd be if I came home and my shit was painted because you were bored? Well, some of it was nice. I did see it, but yeah, I I buy decor based on the appearance and the color, so I don't want you to paint it. Or at least ask me first, because it changes the whole, like a lot of the stuff in my rooms are color coordinated. So if you go and change the color of something, it doesn't actually go in that room anymore. So yeah, I get it. She could buy some canvas, right? Yeah. And and um start painting the canvas instead of painting just any and everything. And again, she could leave and go to the store and buy some canvas and maybe the person at the store you could talk to and build a relationship with. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like she's very, Close-minded when it comes to life in another, and it's life in a, in a not another country, just in another unfamiliar place. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. take any steps to make it work because, like, you can live anywhere if you have the right attitude and you want to make it work. She never had any interest in making it work. She got there with a negative attitude. She knew she wasn't gonna like it. She was complaining before she got off the plane. Before she got on the plane, she was telling us how much she hated it. So yep. we knew that this was coming. Yep. I know, TJ, right? The dresser did look amazing. I would possibly purchase it. I don't know where I would put it, but it did look good. I'm not going to lie. The dresser did look good. Yeah, but we didn't see what it looked like before either. Might have been his grandmother's, <laughs> great, great grandmother's antique dresser that she just ruined. Well, yeah, that she just destroyed. So let's talk about... <laughs> Brandon and Mary, because we know that their first baby is a girl. We found that out on this episode. I said first baby because Poor baby. Another, right, there's gonna be another one. But Brandon's mom actually, who would have thought she was gonna be the voice of reason? She made a really good um, observation and asked them to do something for her. And I, I, one thing I'm gonna say, she took responsibility. She said, you are starting a family without me and I'm not a part of it. And that's hundred percent my fault. And I love when people take responsibility for their actions. It makes me look at you as a human being who makes mistakes and you owned it. Cause she could have been like, oh, well, I don't want you here. I want you, you know, where I am, you're my son. She was like, look, you're making decisions based on what happened to you and it's my fault. And I did appreciate her you know, just owning it and saying, look, you're all the way in the Philippines, probably because of the shitty parenting that you received from me, right? Like she was just like, look, let's just be real. This is partly me. You yeah. being damaged and wanting to be with another damaged human being is probably because of things that I didn't do for you yeah. when I should have. And she said that she wants to see them do therapy, individual therapy, which I think is amazing advice. Yeah, I, I was very happy with her her contribution in this episode, because I know we don't always have positive things to say about her, but I felt like she really did have both of their best interests in heart when she was giving advice. And did she, though? Did she, though? Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason why she was doing it was because Brandon asked her to. Yep. If Brandon wouldn't have said anything, that woman would have not said nothing. Yep. But the advice is good, though. The, it was good. Yeah, they, the advice was good. But if Brandon hadn't asked her to try to make amends with uh, Mary, she wouldn't have said nothing. Yep. Well, right. She she tried to ignore 
her existence completely. Like even when they arrived and when she would talk, she wouldn't even look at her. She wouldn't answer her. Yeah, yes, I agree. She went there with a nasty attitude and she wasn't trying to make any type of relationship. And I think in the back of her mind, since she knows that she's not going to be spending a lot of time in the Philippines, she didn't really care. She was, because in my mind, if you're going to be a grandmother, you should want to get to know the mother of your grandchild so you can have that relationship. But since it's on, it's so far away and I don't know how frequently she would be able to even go to see these people, the baby, her son, her, her um, daughter-in-law, that she kind of had a, I don't give a damn attitude when she got there. But I do feel like giving Brandon the opportunity to ask her to do something for him really opened that relationship. Because I feel like he had shut her out, which he had every right to do. He wrote her off, you know, and giving him, him saying that to her made it seem like they could actually build something. And I feel like that's when she actually tried to try. She put something into it. She's like, well, wait, he doesn't have to hate me for the rest of my life. He's saying, look, if you want to make an, um, you want to make an impact and try something and try to work on it, try getting along with Mary. That's a lot to ask, but I do feel like she owes him that bare minimal, right? Like yeah. all that he's been through. He told the story when he was 14 years old and she literally just disappeared days, days at a time, never came home. Him and his little brothers and sisters, the family, they were taken away, separated. Like that has to be the most traumatizing thing that a child at 14, you're supposed to be focused on school and sports and friends he's focused on where their family is going to live what they're going to eat where they're going to what where are they going to sleep who's going to raise them that is not the type of that was 10 years ago and yeah. she i mean i'm not trying to knock i good good for her for being clean and sober good for her but she's only been clean and sober for 18 months and yeah 10 years ago yeah that's it's I'm sorry, but I, I'm not impressed. I mean, good job, but... it's It took too long. And, yeah. well, I think she said best. She said, you can't just stop drugs. You have to find a reason to make it harder for you to continue using. Mm -hmm. And I guess it well, took... It she took... had reasons, and she chose to... Mm -hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, she had very good reasons, living reasons. Yeah. To, to change her life and it didn't work and your children I, should be enough for you to make all the right decisions i don't care what you're going through yeah but i mean your children it should be enough reason for you to want to be a better person every day yep. right all three it's all the reason all the reason you need and i applaud anybody who makes a positive change in their life even if you're 100 years old mm -hmm. and you stop smoking I applaud anybody who takes a step in the right direction. We all want it to happen faster. You know, we all want people's priorities to be in a better line with their lives. But any step in the right direction is a good step, right? So, question though, okay? So, so now your your kids are thirteen, fifteen, and twenty-four. Right. You're you're in the Philippines. Where's your kids? That's true. That's true. So, and the daughter, the daughter was living with her, right? In the, um, what did you call that place? The, it was like a, what was it? Like a sober living halfway yeah. house. Yeah. 
Yeah, halfway so, yeah, house. She was, yeah. So she probably the, left them with the uh, um their the um aunt and uncle. Oh, the aunt and uncle that Brandon was with. That's true. It's yeah, possibility. That would make sense, but I don't know. Bringing kids overseas to that type of situation, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, would you? I, don't think, I mean, I don't necessarily think she should have brought them, but I also don't necessarily think she should have went. I think she went to get on the show, and that was that. Really? I'm sure she dropped those kids off with the same people that raised Brandon. They were probably like, shit, she ain't ever coming back. So here's two more. Mm, that's true. Yeah, the only thing she did was appear on the show just to get him fired yep. so yeah she did go over there with absolutely no interest in blessing the union yeah and i always tell people if you don't agree with someone's wedding don't go yeah if you don't want to bless their union and wish them success and prosperity don't go bring your negative energy into people's vibes even if you know they shouldn't be together even if they're toxic even if they're they shouldn't that's none of your business don't go across the world or go to their wedding just to be negative and wish horrible things on their union. Yeah. I hate that. Like, yeah. don't show up to be hateful. Don't show up at all, right? Like, if you don't but agree, another, don't show up at all. Another thing I want to be hateful on is, was that not the most stupidest gender reveal you've ever seen? Well, yeah, yeah but we have to remember Brandon is like 14. <laughs> right? Like, I'll, thank you for the badge, Alicia, Christina. Appreciate it. Brandon is like 14, because that's basically when his life changed, and I feel like he's kind of stuck in time. If I was at any time, and my fiance said, if you're right, I'm going to put a pie in your face. I'd be like, that's good, because I'm going to put a pie in your ass. There's the door. <laughs> but I feel like um, mentally, they're, they're on the same level like um maturity wise oh, yeah. this was this, this was a totally normal um way to reveal gender to these two but why didn't the mom who's giving this great advice step in and say hey i think that's a terrible idea under no circumstance should you ever put a pie in your wife's face wait at a wedding don't you shove cake in each other's faces I mean, if you're like playing and you shove some cake in your mouth, you put a pie in my face because I guess the gender of my kid, right? I'm putting that pie in your ass. Well, she did put it back in his face too. She did. And then he got mad. So if you're the mom and you're, you're giving this great advice, wouldn't you be like, nah, that's probably not a good idea. How about, you know, you guys just hug it out or bet 50 cents you know come on you guys you're adults now Let's yeah act like adults there i mean yeah i didn't see a lot of harm in it but i thought it was stupid and i was pissed off <laughs> <laughs> well i just can we talk about it. the elephant in the room which one okay the um how the boy um poor, poor baby is just in the supper because it's a little girl yeah oh yeah i mean it's She's going to mistreat the baby because it's a little girl. That's why she wanted a little boy so bad. Because he's not even, he was never allowed to talk to his mom. He was never allowed to talk to his sister. He was never allowed to talk to his aunt. He wasn't allowed to, if it was a lady, he can't talk to him. 
So his child is going, well, it's really not his child, it's Puddentane's child, but um, the one that's going to be raising, raising the baby, I mean, come on. Is she gonna? Is she gonna be mean towards the baby because it's a It'll little girl? It'll only be an issue if Brandon spends too much time with her. Brandon's not gonna put the controller to the game system down. It's That's not gonna be an issue. The only issue is if Brandon seems to be interested in or um, spending too much time with or around. The, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. She can't get Brandon to wash a dish. So you you think that Brandon is going to take full control of parenting this little girl? No, but I think if she wants Brandon to wash a dish and Brandon's like, I'm sorry, I'm feeding the baby, she's going to throw a bitch fit because she wanted to be fed. Yes. Because he's showing too much attention to the baby. I, I, I agree, but it's, very, it's a very highly unlikely scenario that Brandon would do anything outside of playing video games. I like, agree. It's a very, I, I mean, I get it. I understand I if that did happen, it would be a toxic negative fight um, around the baby. But since we've been watching this season, he doesn't really do much. Yeah. So a baby is a lot of work. And I think that he's going to scale it back even more when the baby's there. He's not going to do nothing. Like diapers. Baby comes out and it's not even a little white. Well, yes, but they 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 managed to have another baby, so uh -huh. I don't know what happened. I know when I was born, I looked white. It takes time for your pigment to click in, so like maybe in the very very beginning, he didn't know uh -huh. fully what was going on. So maybe that's how the second baby came around. That's a good question, though. I don't I don't understand that at all. He's going to shit pants when he finds out he's fathering Puddin' Jello's baby. Well, is the second baby his? Right? Like, is the second baby his? Like, I have questions. I have, like, a lot of questions. I'm very confused, and I want to see the babies. Yeah. Because I'm seeing I mean, I it. some stuff on social media, but I don't really pay attention to everything that social media says because I know social media lies a lot. Yes, they do. But I don't know about the second baby but i don't believe the first baby is his nope. i i need to see a dna test well, she would have had to conceive within like 30 days or less of him arriving and if you remember correctly her grandparents didn't even want them around each other or sleeping near each other so conceiving would be difficult and then the grandpa eventually did leave and go to manila to work and then that's when they just went crazy but mm -hmm it would have had to happen within a small window. There's no way it didn't. Wait, wait, you think it did happen? Absolutely. It didn't happen the first night on camera, but guaranteed they, the second night at oh. least. Okay. I mean, they are- Yeah, because remember the first night she got up and slept on the floor in the living room. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because she didn't even feel comfortable being near him. Yeah. He's like, he's still a stranger to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, if you're on FaceTime for like seven days straight, y'all ain't strangers. Y'all have like- Four hours a day. <laughs> right, you, you go to the bathroom with each other on the phone. You're not strangers, you know each yep. other, okay? You know each other. I've known people my whole life who've never went to the bathroom with me, <laughs> yeah. okay? Like you know right. each other, right? Like that's yep. right. So yep. um, last night we got, uh, oh, first off, I have to say Kara and Didi said from the beginning, that Sarper had children out there. 
And I just want to point out how good women are at deciphering information based on very little information given. Because, I mean, he never mentioned it, but it, it did make sense to so the 2500 number. It just, it seemed highly illogical or unlogical, whatever the word is, that he didn't have any children. Mm -hmm. And you guys called it. You know, I, I didn't disagree, but you called it. He has a child that exists that is 24 to 25 years of age that he conceived when he was about 18 years old with a woman named Alina from, mm -hmm. do you remember what country? Russia. I want to say Russia. Okay, from Russia. And okay, so they met up for like a week. He said that they were intimate quite a bit, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't planning on getting pregnant. She claims he claims she was. And again, I always say this, the act of sex is getting pregnant if you're not on birth control. I, I've been watching a lot of like Teen Mom, um, Unexpected. They all say the same thing. They're like, well, yeah, we were having unprotected sex, but we weren't planning on having a child. Those are two in the same. Those exact same statements said differently. If you're having unprotected sex, you are actively trying to get pregnant. Yes. There's no either or. Because he said the same thing. He's like, well, yeah, we were doing that and over and over and over. But I didn't want to have any children. I was like, so health class is very important. You need to pay attention to what's going on when the teacher read the textbook. It's so important. People to this day in 2023 still think you can only get pregnant if you want to. You can have yep. sex. You can not be on contraception. It's, as long as you don't want to, it's not possible. And then there's so many kids out there that weren't tried to have right. because their parents were under the impression, well, you can only get pregnant if you like think hard enough and you really, really want it. It's like magic, right? It's like magic. And I'm like, that's, that's a crazy story. Okay, so what bothered me about this situation was the mom reached out four months later and said that she was pregnant, which shocking, don't get me wrong, for me it wouldn't be shocking because I paid attention in health class. But for <laughs> Harper, it was very shocking for him. He was like, oh my gosh, I'm only 18 years old. I don't wanna you know, deal with any of these adult problems. So the email that she sent him, he said that he deleted and tried to forget. He didn't wanna have any memory of it, no recollection of it. He just wanted to live his best life. He wanted nothing to do with that child. And I, I at first email address from 25 years ago. Wait, what'd you say? I remember my email address from 25 years ago. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I, I, I'm with Cara. I mean, I remember my email too. I, as a matter of fact, the email I have, my personal email, I've had it for, oh gosh, for many, many years. Really? Yeah, me too. I mean, okay. and once you save it, once you save it, is all you got to do is click on there, and it automatically signed you in so, so what my understanding was he wanted so much to not do with this woman that he deleted the whole email account i didn't because some people said oh he just deleted the email i heard you know i have selective hearing he's like well i didn't want to hear that or think about it so I, he deleted the whole account like he deacted. it doesn't matter is all you got to do is put your email in there you save it click on that and it automatically logs you in so, that's an excuse so, my thing is if if you have a child and you don't want to take care of it like i used to watch the the teenage shows and there's people way younger than him that stepped up you know they were like 
15, 16, you know, they were like, oh, well, we did it. We're going to try to raise it. You know, they probably broke up. They couldn't deal with each other, but they still stepped up. Yeah. So in, in his mind, it was just, well, I didn't want to deal with having a child because I wanted to live my best life. And I think what really got to me even more was he was able to like live a normal, remorseful, carefree life and sleep pretty good at night. He said for oh, like five years. He's like, after like five years, I felt bad. And I was like, so you didn't feel bad like a week later? Yeah. Or like when the child, when you do the math and figure out the child has entered this world, it didn't bother you. It didn't seem like you were doing something pretty horrible to the child. Like she, he's like, well, she said I didn't have to be in the child's life. But now the fact that he wants a child so badly, it's, it's I don't know, it kind of rubs me like it's too little too late. Like you, you rejected this child because it didn't fit into your lifestyle at that moment. But now you want a 41 year old woman to go out of her way to give you a child because it's what you want now. Who is so heavily modified and has to weigh a certain weight. You're, that's gonna ruin all of her surgeries if she can get pregnant. It would ruin all of her surgeries. It would ruin her boobs it would ruin her butt it would ruin all of that and she's not gonna weigh 128 pounds no well i think she kind of is 100 percent not gonna give him a child but okay so i want to bring this up too did you notice that he didn't seem concerned about telling his family about it and looking for him until after she kind of basically shut down i'm not having no more kids yeah. for you like so what's his family ever gonna find out was he ever he's gonna probably not Probably not. That bothered me too, because I was like, so if you were able to go and start a new life and have a new child, you were just really going to erase this other one from your mind like it never happened. Yeah, and see, that, that's not how any of that works. You don't get to just have a kid and then because you messed up, you go have more and we'll just- well, Right, right. That's exactly how I felt. Couch. This This whole situation blew my mind because the fact that he didn't, I think when he said he didn't have any remorse, he's like, well, like five years later, I felt bad. And I was like, so for five years, you slept completely fine, yeah. knowing that you abandoned this kid and his mom, even if you just wanted to go and visit him once or twice a year. Yeah. That's more what, than what bothers me is he threw that, that child away like a piece of trash. Yes. Like the child had no feelings. So what if the mom said, that he didn't have to be responsible. So what? If he didn't want to be in the child's life, at least send her child support. At least, you know, something. Delete your whole email. You nailed it. Yep. At least have her contact information. If he needed to have a health, a blood test done to know what's hereditary for his health, at least have her contact information. Yep. That's what really got me. He was like, I just wanted to forget. I didn't want to even have a recollection. That killed me. Like, you're going to erase your child from yep. your memory? Because there's no such thing as a mistake when it comes to a human life. You might Let not have planned. Let me tell you guys, is the reason why this has really, really pissed me off is because this hits really close to home with me. And anybody that follows me, George, you know, Cara, you know, I mean, this really, this really hits hard. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because I grew up thinking a man was my father when he wasn't my father. And then just to come to find out, I just did a DNA test a couple of months ago to find out that another man was my father. Mm. So, I mean, 
I got sick a couple of months ago. Well, a couple of years ago, I really got sick. I was yeah. really, really sick. And we didn't even know what was wrong with me. Yeah. I didn't even know where I come from. So that right there pisses me off so bad because what if this woman, what if he needed a, a blood, a blood transfusion? Yeah. If I were to, and they were talking about, I would need one. My yeah. mama couldn't do it because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody in my family has my blood type. I have yeah. a very rare blood type. He yeah. was the only one that could give me blood. So say for instance, he was in a, in a, in a car wreck or he got real sick or something. What? Because you felt like throwing him away like a piece of trash? He's he's gonna lose his life? Yeah. He's a bad that pisses me off so bad. It's that's sorry, what triggered me. I'm sorry. It no, triggered I'm, me too. Right. Yeah. It triggered me too because I don't I understand that relationships don't work out. I understand that because like let's say my parents divorced when I was three. They couldn't be in the same room together until I was like a teenager. Yeah. Okay. Like I understand that there are situations where people can't coexist, but I guarantee when I had something going on at school, my dad showed up, he brought his second family, whatever. He still was there. If my mom, he's paid child support. If my mom needed something around back to school, I needed shoes. My mom would pick up the phone. She had a contact. Yeah. Okay. She had contact. Like he needs shoes. He needs this they had a, a, a communication they hated each other yeah but they had a communication and i think the fact that he wanted to make sure that there was absolutely no communication is what really triggered me because yeah. what did the child do yeah. it's what not the child children do? that pay for the the adults mistakes absolutely. it's all the children that pay and that's not fair it's and also, not isn't this, I don't want to be mean, but like, isn't this child, not child, he's 24, 25, he's better off not knowing Sarper, right? Like, I, I hate to be mean. He's but, better well, off, but what if he's had a bad life? Yeah. I mean, you're right. We we can't take away that, that right for him to know who his dad is. And he might appreciate just knowing who he is. We, we know a little bit about him. We don't like him, but he's not our dad. You know, so he's not our dad. So you're right. I don't want to say that he shouldn't meet him. But I just feel like the fact that he wanted nothing to do with him until it became convenient for him. He's like, well, now I'm 43 and I don't have any kids. Now it's convenient for me to have a son. Yeah. That just really triggered me because it, children are not a convenience and they're not an inconvenience. They're a gift. Whether you planned it, whether um, you were on birth control and they're a miracle, whatever the situation is, they're never an inconvenience. And he was like, well, I was 18 and... You know, I was sleeping with everybody that I could find. It was just a huge inconvenience for me to even have knowledge of knowing that I made a child. I think that's what made it even more irritating because she said, don't be a part of his life at all, but just keep her contact information in case you change your mind. That's how I looked exactly. at it. Exactly. Exactly. That, that just really pisses me off how people can just throw their children away like they're a piece of trash. So one thing Sarper said to her that really pissed me off when they were having the baby discussion, <clears throat> excuse me, he said, I bought a bed for you and I made a post. And, and that equals a baby? So I guess I should pump out a baby for what? you? What? Yeah. First of all, that bed needed to be changed five years ago. That's uh -huh. not for her. That that's for him to sleep in, right? Women right. Ago. right, like that's not a gift for yes. her. That's like, um, 
that's like the bill comes on a date and the guy pays it. He's like, well, I paid the bill, so let's head back to my house. You owe me. No, she don't owe yeah. you nothing. She don't owe you nothing. Like, that pisses me off, too, where they're like, well, I did this for you, so now you have to do something. No, that's not how relationships work. Yeah. Relationships are not, I did you a favor, do me a favor back. That's not a relationship. That's basically but, prostitution, okay? But like, that's not how it works. Then I have to address Shekinah's response. She said, I don't want to have a baby. I've already raised mine. No, bitch, you have not. Yours she didn't crazy. raise that. She did not. You <laughs> sent it off to someone else to raise for you. That kid's not even fully grown yet. No. You did not raise your child. You cannot say that. I Oh I thought God. it was interesting so when she was like, I've basically already raised one by myself. And I'm like, the boarding school is doing most of the work. But I thought it was funny because um, Sarper's cousin, she was yes. like, so are you, are you done being a mom? Are you done being a mother? And I liked the way that she interpreted that because that's how I interpreted yeah. it too. Because she was playing tag it between the dad and the boarding school. Like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. Somebody else take over. So that's not what his cousin meant, but good God, was she nailing it. She's yes. like, so your child isn't even grown and you've already washed your hands of that situation. Yep. And it's kind of like they they deserve each other because isn't that kind of what Sarper did too? He yep. washed his hands of that child and she's trying to wash her hands of her child. They kind of deserve each other. They're kind of perfect for each other. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good. She's, that was my favorite comment. She's too worried about her boobs and and everything else that she done that she got going on. She don't. She ain't worried about no no baby. What well, what that said, baby supposed to do? Take care of itself because she ain't gonna right. take care of it. Sarper, sure the heck ain't. Thank you, Giddy. You made such a good point. Such a good point. Sarper is not gonna take care of a baby. Yeah, like let's just be realistic. He don't take care of nobody. He doesn't clean. He had a bed from like a hundred years ago. She doesn't take care of children. Yes. So they're discussing, well, they're not, he is, bringing a baby into the world for two people who don't want any responsibility other than keeping up on their Botox. Yeah. So I was like, this situation is completely yeah. out of control and outlandish. They would, there would be a baby, the baby would start crying, and Sarper would kick her and say, go get the baby. She'd kick him and say, go get the baby. And they're going to play tag you're at yeah. with this baby, just like she's been doing with her daughter the whole time. Yeah. Like, the worst possible thing that they could do is have a baby. And I think she kind of is the only one who has enough sense to know, well, I have one. It's kind of an inconvenience for me. So why would I have another one? Like, she's the only That's one. That's why she's in the right. poor child to boarding school. Yep. Well, yeah, boarding school is for when your child is bad and they're out of control and you need help. Yeah. Boarding school is not, because we saw her child. We met her. She's smart. She's very intelligent. She's mature. There's nothing wrong with her. There's no reason why she should right. be in boarding school unless she wants to be. Yep. Right? Unless she wants to be. She could possibly want to be the, so she don't have to be around her crazy mama. Yeah, yeah you nailed it. You nailed it. She's probably <laughs> embarrassed of... She signed herself. Yeah, up. she's but probably, yeah, embarrassed of her I mom think... staying out late and going to parties and acting like a teenager. And, you know, she probably had to, who knows, figure out a way to get to school because her mom probably never came home the night before right. from the whatever party she's paid to go to. So yeah, she might have signed herself up. She was probably like, well, somebody's got to raise me, right? So yeah. I'm going to sign up for boarding school. And that's horrible. If that is the situation, that's freaking horrible that that was her only option, right? Because yeah. she has a mom and a dad. Yeah. There's no reason why she should have had to go to boarding school to get the attention and support that she needs at such a young age. She's 15. No 15-year-old can raise themselves. 
I also feel like Sarper doesn't really want this 24, 25 year old kid in his life. I feel like now that he was put on national TV, international TV, he's doing it for yeah. Every, everybody's gonna be like, I mean, they'll they'll be like, there he is, there he is, and then we need, you know, I will, I need this, 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 and this from you because you've been absent from my life for 25 years. He's afraid of that happening. Not saying that's at all what would happen, but that's what he's afraid of. So he had to put it out there to make it look like he's the one looking. So oh. when they do find him, then. But you yeah, wait until your child is 25 years old? Yeah. Seriously? I, yeah. I think what else bothered me was in the post, he said his son was missing. And yeah. I was like. His son is not missing. All, yeah, first <laughs> of all. He's hiding from me. <laughs> I was like, it, could be, it could be a language barrier, so I didn't want to like go in on them. But I was like, first of all, there are unfortunately parents in the world whose children are really missing. Okay, yeah. don't use a term that doesn't apply to you. Yeah, because they are really going through a horrible situation of where they don't know where their child is. Okay, yeah. you don't know where your child is because you didn't want to know. Yeah, these parents would give anything in the whole damn world to know where their child is and if it's okay and to get it back home. Don't use that term. It really bothered me because I was like, this child is missing to you because you basically shoot it away like it was a stray dog. That's right. different than when parents are looking for their babies that were snatched from somewhere. That is a yeah. whole different thing. And it really, I don't know, like the whole thing just triggered me. I was so angry. I was like, I don't usually get this angry at a storyline on the show. And I was like, this one really got to me. Yeah. Like I was really- well, It got to me off. too. Really bad. Too. Yeah. And it's, because I, I, don't wish, I don't wish bad on anybody. I don't judge people for their decisions. I think we're all human, you know, and I think everybody makes mistakes. But the fact that 25 years and then now that you're on TV, now you want to, and it's, it's, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I think, Cara, you're on to something. I think um, the backlash is what made that post happen. Yeah. Because people are like, what do you mean? you have a whole son and you just wanted to forget. And I think the backlash and the way people reacted, he's like, well, I have to make it look like though I really, really want to find him, but you had all this time. And yep. it would have been much easier when he was younger. Yeah. You know, when the tra trail was still hot. You know how when you're on a trail and you there, there's no heat on this trail at all. He doesn't even know where this woman lives. And this much time, she might not even be alive anymore. Yep. You know, the trail could be so cold at this point, if he probably wanted, knows that. Why, why, does he go, why does he not just go back to Russia? If he knows where they met, where they had all this wild sex, why don't he just go back and see and then, like, ask around for her? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, know, even in even being, that's even more, that's still difficult. It's so much time has passed. Like I'm, I move around. It doesn't like, matter. I up, if if like, you want to, if... I'm nowhere near that now. So it's like it's very possible that she packed up and moved to another part of the country, a different country. Like who knows? But if you want to find your child, you move heaven and earth. You that's know? true. That's true. You I've seen um, Dateline stories where parents did the impossible. Their child went missing or something happened to their child. They were their own detectives. They were flying to different places. They were asking around they did the impossible to get the information that they needed to be reunited with their child and if you really want to make that happen you do more than a freaking instagram reel yeah. Yeah. you would do way more i've seen 
on Dateline, he, parents flying across the world. Just he flew over there have some wild sex. So why can't he fly over there to try to find a son? Because yep. he don't want to. And the mom, exactly. the mom's in her 60s. So odds are she's somewhere settled down. She's not going to be running. She's not, she's already, she's probably remarried to somebody great who raised the child. That he, he, He's so full of shit. It's just spewing out of every crevice of his face. And like, they, this guy is, he's I believe, I believe he's still got more, more kids. I believe he has more kids out there. Oh, absolutely. Wait, that he, absolutely. that he knows about yes. or not know yeah. Oh, that he knows about. Yeah. That he knows about and probably don't know about. But I I, I'm pretty sure he has more that's kids. That's what I was thinking when he didn't want to post her. Because I was like, there's probably a woman who has a child by him that he doesn't do anything for. And I think it would trigger her to see him, like, marrying or settling down with someone when he has all of this responsibility that he just abandoned. Yeah. I feel like that's more why he wanted to keep everything a secret. He's like, well, I don't want any of the other women to know what I'm doing. Why? If you broke up and you didn't do anything wrong to this woman, why would she have, why would she want to ruin your life? I get that you're never going to have anything positive to say about your ex, but why would she want to ruin your life if you didn't do anything horrible to her? Like maybe, I don't know, have a baby by her and then delete her from your phone like you did the last lady? You know, like maybe you, maybe you did that. That's spot on. 100% spot on. It just, it, I wonder how there's, many kids are going to pop up. And there's no way he has split up with 2,500 women and only have one child. Nope. No way <laughs> possible. Right? Nope. That's, that's I still wild. don't even believe he slept with 2,500 women. I how is that even possible? I don't, I don't know. I feel like he is, the way that he talks to Shekinah, and the way that he talks to women in general, like she was like, when we met, you told me you didn't want to have kids. He's like, yeah, I was just trying to bang you. I didn't care about yeah. what you, the way that those type of comments, it really does make me feel like he probably did. Yeah. He's such a, a evil, vindictive, lying, manipulative person. He literally tells people anything. He's like, I was just trying to get you in bed that night. That's yeah. literally what he said to her. He's trying to marry her, by the way. And that's yeah. what he said to her. He's like, I didn't care what you said. It was a one night thing. I was going to do that and then probably never call you again. And I feel like this is such a a pattern because I was yeah. like, I don't know if I did do that. If I did treat women that way, I don't know that I would admit it out loud. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know if I would admit it out loud to a woman that I would want to marry me at some point. I don't think I would tell her that because that would tell her enough about me to know that she shouldn't be marrying me. Yep. I tell you, mm -hmm. man, piece of shit. And this episode, it got my blood boiling. I wasn't even at home and I'm watching it. And I had to stream it on my computer and I'm like throwing things in around the hotel room. I'm like, are you serious? I was like, well, first thing I said was, dang it, Cara and Didi did it again. <laughs> I was like, they did it again. They knew, y'all said like in the second episode, they were like, they're like, he's probably got a bunch of kids. Like he, yeah. he doesn't have any kids. But I was like, damn it, they did it again. They always do this. They always figure stuff out before me. <laughs> and I was like, see, they done did it. And then after I heard the story, I just got even more pissed off. So I was I, like, are you just? I wouldn't be surprised if women start coming forward saying that uh, they have a child with that's him. That's what I was thinking. Or it, it, children older, old enough to to step forward and say something. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, if he has a 25 year old, he's got more that's 18 and, and older yeah they can well, yeah. come forward and say you're my dad he was already knocking people up at 18 years old that's that's just the pregame right that's just yep. the pregame 
imagine he's 43 now how many women and then like he said that he claims this woman tricked him like imagine other women who say oh i'm on birth control and they're not it does happen it does happen and it's like yeah, he's it, not wearing it yeah right like <laughs> it happens like it's, i'm not saying that you know anybody wants to tra trap sarper he's no prize but like it does happen these situations happen more often than people realize that's why i tell people all the time if you're gonna go out there and be a hoe be protect yourself yeah. Don't, if someone says they're on birth control, that's fine. Be on yours too. Well, we've said it before, but Dee Dee and I were both on birth control and conceived children. So. Well, right. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it happens matter. way more often. When I took health class, they made it seem like it was an impossible thing. Like when I was in school, they were like, if you're on birth control or you wear contraception, you won't get pregnant. Lies. Lies. Lies to us. It is not 100%. <laughs> it's not even like 90% true. So many people have told me that they have more, like a child or two, that they had on birth control. And I was like, what? Because when I was in I school, you, they... I have a cousin. She got her tubes cut, burnt, tied, and clipped. And she went for her um, eight-week checkup, and she was pregnant again. Mm. See, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, right? I would have had that Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, what? Well, Right, I would have been like, I need a refund yeah. because y'all told me. You didn't do something right. <laughs> right, I feel like this is a violation of our contract because you told me that, like, this wasn't going to happen. And again, percentages are really confusing because it'll say, like, oh, it's like 90% effective. That 10% is bigger than you think. Yeah. You don't know what's, what's going to slip through the cracks, you know? So who knows? But... I don't know. This episode was crazy for me. So we're going to end this live and we're going to start right back up. Take like a two, three minute break. And then we're going to start with the family Chantel, which aired also. And oh man, I can't wait. There's so much I want to talk about. I, I have notes. So yeah. So everybody grab your refill or whatever. We're going to end this live. Um, I'm going to save it. So it's going to take a second and then post it. So make sure you're following me and my co-hosts, um, Cara and Didi. They're tagging this video. Follow me on all social media platforms. At George Mossy, georgemossy.com, and anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Um, we charted again with over um, 3,000 downloads last week. Yes. Wow. Very mind-boggling. And then I'm going to post a list of all the different countries where people are listening. I'm very, I, I'm very grateful and humbled. I didn't know people liked me that much or even wanted to hear me talk. So I am very, very appreciative. I love all of you guys. So, yeah, we'll be back in, like, Two or three minutes. We're gonna be talking the family Chantel, the divorce, and um, Pedro and his family, and then we're gonna talk about Chantel's family and all of this. And there's some cute dogs involved, so we're gonna talk about that too. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you grab your drinks and meet us back here in a few minutes. Bye. Bye. Bye.